How's the Heineken Zero? Good. Do you like it? Can't complain. It's not Do bad. You? It's a bit sweet. It's sweet. Compared to a real Heineken. No, I think it's quite accurate. You nice think? Heineken I had was in Amsterdam Airport. But if you oh, had a real Heineken straight after this, you'd you know the difference. Yeah, of course. Because there's no alcohol in it. Well, it's not the alcohol. It's a different taste. Yeah, because when they're, they actually... Do you know how to make? They filter it out. Mm. They make normal. Correct. So here's the here's my question though. Go ahead. Why is it more? It's obviously more expensive to make that because it's filtered way more times. Why is it it's cheaper? Expensive. Yeah. Because mm. definitely probably more, more time times. consuming. I'd say they're selling at a loss, maybe. No way. Or maybe breaking even on it. Couldn't be. Maybe it's byproduct and they're maybe breaking even. Mm. It's be wasted otherwise. We don't know. <laughs> Do you reckon it's making them more money? As in, oh, I'm going to have a few Heineken Zero. I used to, my brother drinks Heineken at a bar, mm. and he'll have a few Heineken points. Right. And then if he's getting a little tipsy too early, have a few he'll move on to the Zero. I started doing that, yeah. Did you, yeah? Yeah. Why did we never do that? Don't we know. were numpties. Especially numpties. when I'm at work. I'll start off on the Zeros. Yeah, but. Work out. That's because it's them, genius. Gradually. Let them grab ahead and let them yeah, make a fool themselves. You don't want to fear the next day. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, someone said to me before, never drink with the people you walk with. It's like, what? What a virgin, mm. bro! I went out drinking with people I walked with, made a show myself. Oh, did you? And then you're walking in the next day. I've done karaoke and all. You know me, I wouldn't be doing that. But I've done karaoke walking up. Give us a sing. I wouldn't. Know you're a bad man. I wouldn't want to embarrass. Oh, Danny boy, the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> well, start yeah. So today's guest, Ryan Brady. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming on. It's my on. pleasure to be the first guest on the Jack of All Trades podcast. Jack of All Trades podcast. It's like my pleasure. Name. I love it, yeah. That's the it. gig. That is the gig. Mm. How's things? Things are good, man. Things How's are good. How are you? All good. How's work? Work is good. A bit busy at the minute, but good Flat. in general. It's better to be busy than What's your quiet sitting on your hands all day. What's me what? Quiet months. Since I've joined this job, there hasn't really been, but usually it's, it's towards the end of the year because there's no financials to go out but I've still been busy in my job so what is what is your job title a trainee accountant so if someone's listening tell them what you do and, and who you work for and what's your day-to-day tasks I work for I work in financial services um, a trainee accountant daily tasks would be auditing financial statements producing financial statements um, submitting VAT returns for for businesses mainly in um, aircraft leasing and CLOs which is like um CLOs is, is like corporate debt, so companies that buy corporate debt, bonds and stuff, um, and central bank reporting stuff like that, board and stuff that people that really understand. That doesn't sound to me anyway, so what do you mean CLO? CLO. Buying debt. Can you just so, explain um, that? Entities would come to Ireland, mm-hmm. set up, and buy, like as an SPV, and they'd buy corporate debt, so they'd buy like bonds and stuff like that, and um, that'll make a return for the investors then. And you say bonds and... What is, in not an average, what's your typical figure what, when they're buying these debts? What is, if you were to put a number on it? Typical what? Figure. Figure, how much are they buying worth? Yeah. Millions. Um, probably 20, 30 million. What do they get out of buying someone's debt? The interest? The return. Yeah, the interest. Mm-hmm. You could get, it's, it's not huge interest compared to like stock markets and stuff, but you'd be getting like 5 to 8% usually. <laughs> On millions, that's that yeah. adds up, doesn't it? That's the thing. It's a bit of ironic, isn't it, that you're working for an aircraft leasing company when you actually didn't want to be is. an accountant, you wanted to be yeah. a pilot. Yeah, and it's I didn't um at the time I didn't intend to go into aircraft leasing. The kind of the, the opportunity came about, but 
it's ironic, yeah, because the the dreams growing up was to be a pilot. So um, unfortunately, that didn't happen because I'm colorblind. I found out at at the medical, but um, yeah, it keeps me interested though. Yeah, it certainly keeps me interested. It makes me better at the job, I think, because I understand the underlying. Well, you've a more of an interest, right? Yeah, hundred percent. How many planes did you fly? I fl- flew two types, three types, but I flew them a few times. So mm. I probably had about 10 hours, something like that. I flew the same out in Erlingus as well. So it's like, um, it's what they train that pilot Similar. It's a simulator, but it's full motion. Right. And it has all the the proper conditions and stuff for, like you're landing into Dublin, you could see Dublin exactly the same. Feels like in an airplane, like. Mm. Um, I landed that a few times at Dublin Airport, but obviously it's not the same. The medical, right? So when you're saying the eyesight is obviously huge thing with Paul, you've mm-hmm. you've thousands of eyes daily. But why is it colours? Because the if you ever notice the 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 wings of an airplane, one side is like green, one's red. Never and it just it. depends on what direction it's coming in at. Uh, the landing lights also. Yeah. Green correct. and red. Um so you've a glide scope when you come in and that's green or red. So I can distinguish the colours. Yeah. But I can. I understand the colours are different, but the test they give you, it's a lot harder. My brother's colour blind. He's colour blind with green and yellow. Right. He's, he can't tell the difference. Like he, right. He's brutal. Right. Some he's, people have a bad. My bad, brother has a yeah. bad as well. He's bad just with them. It seems to be usually with the, the green and yellow colours are them Green bright. and red for me. Mad, isn't it? Mm. But I can still tell the traffic light and stuff. It's not as if I struggle with it, but there's obviously... It's obviously just a high percentage of there's no risk. It's shades of it. Yeah. yeah. I don't see how it danger anyone though. I'd say I'd say in the coming years that'll change in aviation. They'll allow colorblind pilots. Like they have these um glasses you can wear now, but the aviation authorities don't allow it. I don't know why, because they let you wear normal glasses. The glasses change make it fix the colorblind, yeah. do they? Yeah. But they let you wear normal glasses, the pilot. They don't but they don't let you wear them for some reason. So it'll all change though. But it'll probably be too old by the time. I never heard of them glass. That's interesting. Yeah, they're expensive. They're like five, six hundred quid. But they change. They make a normal color vision, yeah. Because yeah. it's like receptors in the back of your eye that are mine are broke, so it doesn't when the light shines into it, mine's not picking the light up. Yeah, that's how it works. So saying to me, brother, would you not? He's quite good with like he understands. He doesn't say is, but he's good at tech. Mm. or IT or if anything's wrong I'll give him a ring and I was saying would you not get into it electrical or electrical engineering you well can't you can because well. he's colourblind yeah. and it's like your earth cable is green and yellow, green and yellow and yeah. he, but can he not tell the difference he cannot tell the difference really yeah I think we were about 12 and we were watching Wimbledon one day and he was saying we made a comment and he said why is the, yeah. the grass yellow or something saying it's green yeah. and he couldn't see the ball or, it was something crazy right. and then we kind of looked at it when I opened those earth cables it's the brown I can't see the brown and red so up. if you open the back of a socket, you can't see the brown. The brown and red would be my issue. Red. See, that's all, an old house would be red. Right. Now that's... Is there something... Is motorbikes, I think, have brown cables or something? Because mm. I remember we put on SMS fixing something. Yeah, it could be going to... Uh, like all your... Uh, could be signal cables in yeah. the case, anything that's... But growing up, I used to think I was stupid. I was like, how do we not know my colours? Yeah, it's mad how... So say, look at that blue thing over there and put somebody like, that's purple or something. Like, yeah, right, I just probably don't know my colours. Mm. But... Then I found out about that. I was like, "Geez, that makes sense now." But you're like, "I'm like bleeding dope." So is that know? is that is that the reason why you you stopped chasing the pilot train? Yeah, I had to. Yeah, yeah. I think I might be able to fly fly privately. So someday I'll get that license. But um, we'll see. And it probably be older when I do that. If the aviation services are that body said you can wear the glasses, would you ever go back to it? 
Are you just happy at what you're doing now? I'm happy what I'm doing now, yeah. You satisfied? Yeah. It's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah. And the more I kind of think of it, like the way the world is and stuff at the minute, I kind of would have, imagine me with a hundred grand flying there with no job. I was looking, I think you liked the post on LinkedIn. This this fellow was in a construction gear, like obviously he was yeah. a pastor. Yeah. And he was saying he had three different jobs. Boy, he was a pilot on yeah. 100k a year. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah. And you see a lot of lads from construction going into flying. Do you, yeah? Yeah, you see an awful lot of it. Uh, electricians are tough, you see. Because um, I don't know why it is. I don't know why it is. I wonder they working on planes, like at the electricians. No, you see normal. Yeah, you see normal. I seen, I read um, I read a form before some fellow was just a labourer. And he went into it. You don't have to be like the smartest bloke in the world, what people think. You just have yeah. to have an interest. I suppose if you have an interest in anything, anything you'll, you'll do well. You'll do well. You'll learn it better and, and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, you often see, do you ever see like numpties that are just numpties yeah. and they can do it? It's just because they're so Something interesting. complex and stuff, yeah. yeah. Or tech guys, do you have no other social kind of. Yeah, they can't They can't look someone in the eye. Yeah, and talk to them, but yeah. they can make a phenomenal something that stops viruses or something, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. So after going from being a pilot, mm. well, I want to be a pilot to an accountant. Mm hmm. Never wanted to be an accountant. I kind of fell into it. In what way? Never said when I grow up I'm going to be an accountant. Or even when I was in college, I never said. Not until the last year of college did I say I'm going to go into accounting. So three, four years of college, then I decided. It was never kind of... What was the decision? What did you know? When did you... Just thought it was a good career to have and it's... You up and tell me you didn't enjoy it. Did, it. did something click and say, oh yeah, I do enjoy it? Didn't give it a chance, Aye. I'd say. Oh, I enjoy it now though. It's problem solving. That's yeah. what it is problem solving but um certainly didn't give it a chance in college and then i, I suppose the last i realized how important it is to know it because there's so many <laughs> scenarios in life in life there's so many people i help with like doing like of brothers that are self-employed and i can help them now you know yeah two brothers that are self-employed so um and stuff like that so it's, it's certainly beneficial to know in every day yeah so i was like that's why it's like a trade it's a trade of business it is a trade yeah my godfather's an accountant as well and he said it's the it's like being going into a trade ship of business because everyone needs one everyone's always going to need one same way everyone's going to need a sparks you know you're not going to touch your own wires you're not going to touch your own mm. accounts because there's consequences unless you're ben unless you're ben yeah ben some jobs i look at home and i'm saying ben <laughs> you could have done better that's, <laughs> that's a wise yeah. man isn't it though yeah he's a, wise man. He's, he's, he's a person that if you call him in so if he calls someone he'll only call someone in once right and, and he'll be over them. the shoulder Right. All right. I'll yeah. do that. Save yeah. money in the future. This like is that. It. Yeah, it's just <laughs> always curious, asking questions and so uh what did did you did you ever want to be anything when you were growing up other than a pilot? Well, we always had that dream as a footballer, but it's I okay. always wanted to be a pilot more than a footballer. Yeah. It was never um that was definitely my number one. Um when I was a kid, no. Like the kids from Ballymun don't usually grow up and want to be pilots. No, they don't. Um I just had a bit of a spark in me for it, so I kind of just don't know what it was, to be honest. There's no one in my family that are. Did you fly a lot when you were younger? No, I didn't I didn't get my first lesson until I was about 17, 18. I got it as a birthday present. Right. Um, then I met a man, Steve Kelly, who um, helped me a lot, a lot in life, but kind of introduced me to that world. And he's uh, a pilot? He's a, he's a captain in Aer Lingus, yeah. And he, um, he brought me on the similarity, brought me on a few flights. Um, he he brought me on a hit, one of his own flights to London, so I got to sit in the flight deck for that. What's the flight deck? The cockpit. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, for the flight to London oh, and back. Um, so yeah, I got to see it. I got to I got to see first hand f- for for the whole thing. But 
yeah, I just kind of really wanted that. Let me, so do you reckon if Steve hadn't came along, you would that flame died out, do you reckon? No, but he kind of made me believe I could do it. I never kind of thought I could do it. Mm. Um, like he's from Cabra and he's a pilot. So he's somewhat of a mentor to you. Big time, yeah. He helped me a lot in life and I still talk to him regularly today. Yeah, you I never. actually help him, help him. He has his own business now and I kind of talk to him about that and stuff, you know. It's important to have these people in life. And Big time. Isn't it? Yeah, he's done a lot for me. He's certainly done a lot for me, you know. Yeah, outside aviation. Outside aviation, even just introducing me to people that kind of... It's always good to have someone like that, I think. 100%. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Because yeah. it's, it's just one phone call away from... If you're at something Walker, mm -hmm. it's just once you make that phone call and he Advice. can give you guidance. Yeah. And he actually done it with not just me, he done it with a lot of other people. He um he used to run an organisation called Young Horizons, which, because um, he's from Cabra, which doesn't wouldn't be the most... A lot of like how can I disadvantage area. disadvantage area yeah so we used to help um desk skills like the, the comp and ballymun and stuff mm. bring those kids to um how did you meet Steve I reached out to him and um, I seen this organisation um and I found out the guy that ran I was a pilot so I reached out to him to to um talking about how can I get into this aviation mm. and I was probably sixteen seventeen probably sixteen. And um, he gave me a ring. He rang me back a couple of days later, and he's like, "Yeah, can you come up and meet me in the airport?" He's like, "Yeah." Oh, well, so yes, I, I can. Yeah. I got the bus up to the airport. Met him at the the How um, old sixteen, seventeen. Right. Met him at the uh, at the Aer Lingus, the Hangar Six. He brought me into the airplane. It's the first one I was ever that close to one. I was on one before, but it was never allowed. So to you reached there. out to him, and a few days later, he was showing you around, like yeah, a plane. Yeah. Yeah. That was phenomenal, yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. at 16 and then... that's 16, 17, I don't remember the exact age, but in, in around then, 5th yeah. or 6th year or something. Do you think he was where... Do you think Steve, when he was 16, so he sees a little bit of him and you? Or do you reckon he's just a good, all-around good guy? He's a good guy, he has a good heart. Mm. Um, does he see himself in me? I don't know, I don't think so. No. That would probably be a question for him. I don't really know what his... Um, his life was growing up was like but um, I'm not sure that'd be a question for him I'll ask him the next time I see him yeah so now I'll ask him myself <laughs> <laughs> so what was life like for you growing up life for me growing up was a bit complex um, I lost my mother and father as a kid so it was unusual um, my sister raised me grew up in Ballymun as you know so it's not the most it's a disadvantage area so you kind of you're not introduced to a lot of things early in life to be to go on and destroy for, mm. you know. And there's a lot of crime in the area and, and drug abuse, substance abuse. So um, that kind of people kind of follow that route and, and and do that. So yeah, for me, life growing up was similar to yourself, man. It's probably similar to yourself. I do, but it's it was somewhat a bit of, a bit of a, a bit of trauma, childhood trauma in there. Yeah, there what, was. What what do you think separates someone from? Especially like growing up in a disadvantaged area, mm. okay, and staying away from crime, drugs, yeah. all this type of stuff. But then they throw trauma in the mix. Like you, like you lost two mm. of your guiding figures mm. early. <clears throat> See, I had a good family, good friends around me, so that certainly helped. Um, I think that my mom died when I was six, so I'm not gonna say it's easier when you're six, but 
it probably is a bit easier because how did she die breast cancer breast cancer killed her um do you remember when you were six and do is it vivid to you yeah i remember bits and bobs we videos and stuff of her so kind of get to look back on that but um there's not an awful lot i remember of her um but the, the small bits i do i cherish them mm. my dad remember a bit more because i was a lot closer to him it was nine so um, three years in the difference yeah yeah he died a suicide um he couldn't couldn't didn't cope with the uh the situation you know which i understand so there's no hard feelings around towards what he done the the situation as in the grievance like he couldn't yeah he couldn't get over my mother so that that kind of brought him over the edge a bit you know which happens man you, suicide in this country is rife at the minute especially with what's going on at the minute the pandemic and stuff um myself and my brother went and made these um there's a guy called mick ryan who his son unfortunately passed away recently of suicide um so mick my brother found seen one of mick's posters around somewhere um it's like a teddy bear and it's like i've um, seen them yeah seen, like, there's one in has a light in them. yeah there's, there's some in shopping centers all, yeah. all around the city center yeah i was out running in Prosa park mm. This is crazy that you say this. I was mm. out running and I stopped in. I said, I'll do a few laps at the park. And I was running at the back of the park where no one would be. Yeah. And I was just kind of in my own thoughts and I seen this, what are yours? It like a teddy yeah. bear on wood. With a light. Yeah, on wood. With and it was, in it. it was crazy because I said, Why? I, I think that made me do the second lap. I was saying, what was that about? And I stopped and I was kind of saying, it's in the area. And it's mm. hard to say that someone would go in and commit suicide. It yeah. wasn't on the park game you walk in. Yeah. It, yeah, it's gone. They put it into weird places where people have done it. And that's why it's probably on the bridges as well. Yeah, we've put one on um, along the. That river in town. The Liffey? The Liffey. Um, we put one outside the Tree Arena um, down towards more of that green bridge on the Liffey, down yes. a good bit. Then one outside of um, Grant Thornton there. And the one in Grant Thornton, actually, we got a call that saved the life. That one did. That must have felt good. Yeah. Um, we know the woman's in, is getting help and stuff now. Mm. Um, at the minute, but her son commits suicide as well. Um, like we can't really get into it too much because... Yeah, it's not. Y- yeah, but she's getting help. And I was swimming out in the ocean uh, a few weeks ago. Mm. And me and a good friend of mine, and we were walking back towards the car. Mm. And there was this car in the ocean. Mm. So I think we were we were one of the first to actually approach the car, but there was two lads in the water dragging the car kind of back to what? to the rocks. And like you say, you don't want to get into too much, you know what I mean? If anyone's yeah. listening, they know. But we just thought you park up along the rocks, it's quite close to the water. And we thought, Where was this? Down there, you know the wooden bridge in Clontarf? Yeah, yeah. When you drive over that and you're going down towards the changing areas all the cars park up on the yeah. road and we thought someone was doing it was a sunny day so it was jammer so we thought someone was kind of doing a 3.1 the car had gone in mm. so the lads were dragging it back so we we jumped down to the rocks to have a look mm-hmm. and there was a woman there and she was just sobbing and i was saying she's obviously in shock that the water's cold she's mm. it was a lovely car it was in the water and all this attention is on her mm. but that wasn't the case she was suicidal and she just kept mm. saying, I can't even kill myself. Yeah. 
and the friend I was with was talking to her and he was, you know what I mean? He was talking and kind of calming her down and things like that. Yeah. But it was that for me because I've never experienced Yeah, yeah. Close. Yeah. It's not noise in your heart. You kind of... It's hard to see someone going through that, isn't it? Do you remember yeah. going through it with, with, with your dad? Cause you I remember my dad crying and stuff and you should never really see a grown man cry. Especially but I used to see him cry. Yeah. Um... I don't know if at the time I really understood that too much about it. I didn't understand mental health and stuff, so mm. I wouldn't have known. Not a lot of people. And I wouldn't have known to sit and help and say something to him, but kind of just got on with it, you know? Mm. But yeah, I do remember it, yeah. Certainly. It's important to get help, though. It's important to see someone. It's if you're feeling that way. It's very, I find it very... Uh, it's, it's very hard to just say, we need to speak up. Yeah. Because everyone gets down moments mm-hmm. in their life. Mm-hmm. And when you're extremely down, the last thing you want to do is talk. And it's human nature to get down. Everyone 100%. is going to get down. It's 100%. part of being a human. Like, you're going to have adversity in your life at, at some point. Loss, you know? Yeah. And I things. feel people that oh, can overcome mm-hmm. adversity, you're at an, an advantage. Like, if you, if you feel like you can come over that and, and something happened to you bad in life and you overcome adversity there's not a lot that will put you down again, mm. you know? Um, I certainly feel it with, me, with myself. A lot of people always say to me, you're a real um, positive person. I don't even think I am. It's just, I've been through stuff. I've overcome stuff. I've been through tough stuff. And there's not an awful lot that can put you back down when you can compare stuff to that, you know? What do you think? So I wouldn't be thinking negatively about anything all the time. But it also works in the opposite way. So... If something positive happens in life, you're not. It's hard to f- praise yourself as well. You don't feel fulfilled by if you do something well, if you achieve something. Probably that's down to me being tough on myself as well, but I think an aspect of it is coming through adversity. What do you think stopped you from going off road or off track or? Gone into life, crime, drugs. Good family, good friends. Um, yeah, and the ambition. Don't, you don't praise yourself a lot, do you? But that is what it's down to, though. Yeah. And ambition. I had ambition as a kid. I knew I wanted to be something as a kid, a pilot. I knew I had to do stuff to get there. So that kind of made me do that. And it kind of kept me focused. Yeah. You know? That's certainly... You, you need to have... Um, if you set yourself out to achieve something and you commit to it, nothing's going to you're not going to fall down a different path a bad path I feel you know I don't think I could see you with what you've went through and it's especially for a child like Mm. a child needs his father growing up especially from even 12 14 18 yeah but to lose him at such a young age and to stay on track and to stay Mm. not positive but strong yeah shows the type of character you have yeah I can't see anything forward breaking you or breaking your character. Not unstoppable. Not made of steel. Um, it takes something hard. I think if something happened to me, similar to my father, if my wife died, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Let me ask you something because I have a fiancé mm. and you often look at me if I say, bro, you were saying, like tonight you're going to go out and have a nice few beers. Yeah. 
get a little tipsy while I'm in here folding washing and yeah. changing nappies. So the fact that you don't want to settle down and you're yeah. so career driven and driven, but is it I wouldn't say I don't want to settle down. I'll have kids eventually. Right, well let me ask you right now, is it are you afraid to get attached again? No. No, but I pick and choose. I wouldn't just But do you pick and choose not pick and choose like We've been friends since we're 16. Mm. And I don't think there's been, in the last four years, five years, there's never been a long-term relationship. Mm. Would you be afraid? I've that? had girlfriends though for, for years. Um, it's not that I'm afraid to do it. It's just some, I've, a lot of other stuff going on. I don't have the time for it. Yeah. I suppose. You prioritise more. I prioritise other stuff, yeah. Which is... Like that will... I will do that in the future. I'll, I'll settle down and have kids and stuff, but right now it's not even... Which is right, you're only 25. It's not even in the short term kind of yeah. thing, you know? 25, 26 this year, yeah. Probably by 30, we will. Big problem. I've other obstacles to, to overcome first before I do that. Before I turn into a sucker like me. Yeah. Before I just sit in the... Sleep on the couch the odd night. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You need brownie points. That's it. That's it. So when you say you remember more vividly with your father, mm. do you remember who he was? Yeah, he was a hard worker. He used to work 14, 16 hours a day, easily, as a taxi man. Mm. Um, probably a lot of down to that was to, to, to keep his mind at ease. He was a hard worker, great man, very funny, charming. Um, everyone used to love him. Just describing yourself. Describing yeah, yourself, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that was him, yeah. Had good friends. We still meet up with his friends on his anniversary every year and have a few points. So we had good mates that still cared about him and still cared about his family and stuff. You know. Do you think it's important to be feel comfortable to talk about it and to talk about? Yeah, for years I wasn't though. Uh, growing up as a kid, like I didn't tell you till years after I met you, probably mm -hmm. two or three years after. Um, I just felt awkward about it. Don't know why. Can never, never understood why. You're a teenager, you don't really understand these feelings. Yeah, you don't truly understand happiness. And it's a judgment. Then someone is in a position to judge you, I suppose, and they could say his life is shit. Or judge you yeah, but they can. You don't give an op opportunity to people to judge you, I suppose. Yeah, but that's not up to them to judge you. This is life. Mm. I don't know at the time. I don't know why I never came yeah, out. You're young. You don't understand happiness, sadness, love. Mm. Yeah, you're young. It's only until you grow through life experiences. Mm. Like you would now though, I wouldn't mind talking about it. Mm. Talk to anyone about it. Do you think it. it's important to, to, to spread it? Not the word, but do you think it's important to, to speak about it and say it's very Yeah. Good? Yeah. I wouldn't say... Um, I wouldn't say it affects me an awful lot anymore. Yeah, it doesn't seem to. No. So um, so I wouldn't say talking about it opens up anything or anything. Yeah. But, yeah, it's important to talk about it, yeah. Because other people are going through these things as well. I know someone else that lost their parents young as well. Are they, do you mind me asking, are they, are they, did it affect them? In um, no, they've, they have a good life. They have kids and stuff. Same age as myself. Um, that's probably all I can say about that. I don't yeah. really be given. No, I was just saying because it is. They like, didn't go through a, a rough road or anything, but they lost their parents a lot later in life than me. Like when you look at 
most mental health problems. Yeah. Or if you look at people that are out doing drugs, committing crime, mental yeah. health problems, it usually stems from childhood trauma. There's mm. a huge percentage anyways that some sort of traumatic event happened in Yeah, people in can life. hold anger and resentment from herself. I can see how that can happen mm. easily. But you definitely have to... Um, especially when it happens, you have to kind of talk and get closure from it, you know? I've done counselling for years. When did you realise, because that's a very mature thing to do, and say, you need to get closure, you need to become okay with speaking about it. When when did that come about? don't know. Like there's grown men, there's, there's 40, 50-year-old men out there that can't get closure with things that aren't as traumatic as this. I used to ask a lot of questions, mm. and... Like, for years, my family didn't tell me my dad died of suicide, like, but I knew. But I suppose when I got to the age and they start, like, and they would start answering questions honestly, that helped. You know, that kind of gave me closure. Um, but I don't think I can put a, a, to, a, a time zone on when I felt I had to do that. It was just Gradually. in my mind. That's how I, I just felt about it. Didn't mind talking about it. And, Wanted to talk about and stuff, you know. Mm. So that's that. So that's why you do the. Is it for Pieta House? The yeah, yeah, I it think is. I it was the Pieta because the bird had a little Pieta House crest on. It. Yeah, see, the bird is to, to kind of make people resonate that with a family or something. Like when I found me there, that cur. That's why the bird is there. Just an object that they can. Yeah. Maybe spring something to that well, mind, stopped spark me, something. It stopped me that, and I, I that on the second lap I went out and read it. Yeah, and I seen from Mick. That's why Mick Ryan, yeah, yeah. He's an elf That's from um. I think he lives in Wicklow. I made, and his son died a suicide. Yeah, so he kind of gets very involved in it. But um, yeah, fair play to him. Because yeah. he has them plastered everywhere now at this stage. And a lot of people do. Yeah, dead right. A lot of people when they lose to suicide. It's hard to open up and talk about it, mm. whether it's the loss or the actual topic itself. So the yeah. la- some people, the last thing they want to do is go out and put up things that remind yeah. them of yeah. their son. You need to understand you need to help people as well. Yeah. There's, pe- there's so many people that, like I think the week we done it, my brother walks down the docks and there was a couple of dead bodies that were, that were going down, you know. So uh, kind of for him as well to kind of feel like he's doing something to stop this as well, you know. So, um, but we people certainly have to open up when they, there is mental health. There is a serious mental health issue. Serious. So when people are feeling that, they, it's important to speak up. It's important to t- pick the phone up, and there's 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 places you can call the the Samaritans and stuff that will talk to you on the phone, or even just talk to a family member. No one's gonna. There is a stigma towards towards it, but people are gonna listen to you. They're not gonna not care about you. You know. I think I think the stigma is slowly dying now. Yeah. I think it's it's coming more, but that's as a result of people being more open about it. Hundred percent, isn't it? It's definitely it's definitely a topic to talk about. Yeah, it's in the third generation when it start kind of people open up a bit more. Yeah, you know, like you do see it in the old it's the older generation. They don't they don't really want to talk, mm. especially about their feelings. There's this stigma about it that hundred percent men shouldn't talk about their feelings and yeah. So, um, I think it's it's super important to be open about it. At, all genders, all ages. Yeah. And talk to someone, whether you need professional help. I said it to you a few minutes ago, off off the mic, but they give you a belly sore, you're going to go to a doctor. It'll be a head sore. 
go to a counsellor, mm-hmm. you know, even if it's abyss or go to a counsellor and just get that, that kind of, just some of the chatter. Even that understanding of why maybe you're feeling yeah. like this and why, because it's, the mind Sometimes is so Sometimes you don't understand. Yeah. No, but it's, it's so complex and it's so, like, if, it's like saying if you want to improve your body. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You have your chest, legs, yeah. all this type. You want to learn how to run a marathon, all these things. But if you want to learn how the mind works, it's you want to be speaking to these type of people. And understand. Because we're not, we're probably not educated enough to understand. No. Whereas if you speak to someone, they can pick the things out. And they can, these are professionals that are doing this years. And if they can pick those things out, they can not, put a piece, they yeah. can put the pieces together. I'm speaking with a counselor at the moment, but it's not lie on the couch and it's literally just the day yeah. those things Chat. someone to yeah. talk to and this that and it's yeah. it's crazy good and they there's she probably evaluates it very well yeah there's this stig- it's literally like a friendship there's this stigma around it that it's oh he's something wrong with him mm. or there's that stigma needs to needs to be yeah. gone like I feel that if 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 someone told I feel like this day and age yeah people are certainly more open about it but Maybe growing up, and if someone told you that seen a counselor, you probably wouldn't. Yeah, you get wouldn't into be, it about them. Let's go for a beer. Yeah, or you probably wouldn't talk about. You, you just take it as okay. Mm. If that's it's the, it's the, kind of that kind of situation, isn't it? Yeah. Where you shouldn't be, you should be asking them. Why is everything okay? Yeah. And I look at it as yeah, you'd be more. I'd be kind of looking and asking, all right. It's a bit more interesting. Do you know mm. what I mean? He obviously cares enough to want to understand. Yeah, yeah. Plus, these are going to tell you things that you do understand about yourself. But it's just that. How can you explain it? Sometimes saying it out loud yeah. is the realization. And comprehending it that way. Because you always, everything's just a thought in your head, just a thought. Yeah. Just a thought. Like I feel when people tell me about stuff about myself that I've, no one has ever told me, but I can understand it in my head and then I can be like, yeah, actually, I do do that. Mm. I do do that. And there's a yeah. lot of things that people have said to me that I wouldn't really be conscious about it. But then they'll say to me, I'm like, I actually do do that. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes it's nothing bad, it's just something that you do. Yeah. You know? 100%. So if you're talking to someone about it, they'll pick these things out and they'll help you. It could be something that you don't necessarily like about yourself or something, but they'll they'll help you with it. Yeah. For sure. You know? I don't... I think that's a big problem in in this day and age. There's a stigma behind going to speak to somebody. Yeah. Especially in this country, man. This, This country's kind of... The homelessness issues and the, the drug issues and with the um grab your bottle open. This is not sponsored by Heineken. <laughs> not yet. Yeah, homelessness is another another ballpark, isn't it? Yeah, and the thing is about homelessness is it can be fixed. It's a supply issue. You know? You just have to build more houses and that can be fixed. Mm-hmm. I know you need the government you need um money and stuff but during the pandemic the government were offered money from the European Union interest free loans and they didn't take the offer up to, to build houses so yeah. I don't know I don't know what they're kind of thinking you have to be in the position to understand boy I understand that but why are they not building mass amount of houses like our generation and the 30s people that are renting now a lot of us are never going to have our own house because we're just priced out and the funny thing is you're paying someone's mortgage yeah, for what the, it's yeah. worth and more but they won't give you the loan for it. Mm. And now we understand now that during the recession and stuff, people were kind of, people got, were, were too in debt and what, what they should have. But I just think what they have now, that this, 
there's so many solutions that they don't really seem to be picking up on you know but um homelessness is a big issue and that leads that that will solve a lot of people's mental health issues especially people that have kids women that have kids that are living out in a hotels and shit yeah it's fucked up even the thought of let's say you might not be homeless but the thought of going homeless people especially with covid mm. or the position they might be not in they might be falling behind on yeah. the mortgage or 100 and that thought is going to cause mental health we haven't mm. got a great system in place yeah do you know what i mean it's it's on the street then 100 percent. yeah so i think there needs to be a better system as well yeah there's a lot of things they need to, to fix and i know it's easy for us to sit, sit here and 100%. pick them out but there's a lot of things that even the european people in other countries in europe are doing and that we don't do like germany they just build out the social houses and and stuff like in germany people a lot of people don't own their own houses they rent but the rent is so cheap over there because there's so many houses you know so um you're not priced out the market is not saturated with people that are looking there's enough houses for everyone two two bad apartments i think in berlin was coming at just on the outskirts like mm. was coming in at 900 yeah. a month for two bad apartments where where i'm living it's nearly two grand a month you know it's crazy it's mental it's mental but that certainly needs to be fixed and um i think people our age certainly couples and stuff that probably have a kids probably like yourself they're probably like well we're never going to get ahead and that can damage the mental health yeah you know? of course of course it can and confidence issues and then you're putting pressure to work more and time. you can question yourself am i good enough why am we not we need to change career the way this that and then some yeah. people might be too late into doing that yeah they might not have the time or ability to go back and get a third level education yeah 100 percent. but it yeah. is it's an open field topic and you could just go on and on and on yeah well i hope in the next couple of years they'll fix it anyway yeah but it's not going to be a quick fix that's for sure you'll probably start seeing results in the next 10 15 years if they start acting you know but um hopefully that'll be fixed yeah not to get too political or anything yeah i'm political. not i'm certainly not with political i don't understand a lot about it i expert, try not no, to i no. try not to what i find out about what i find about politics is that it's interesting but the more you learn about it, the more you're frustrated. The more you don't want to know about it. Yeah. So it's one of them situations. You're best off kind of staying. You're best off, yeah. And the thing is, if you really think about it, I don't think you can put anyone into them positions and are they really going to change anything? No. Are they? It's just shoot the messenger kind of thing, isn't it? That's it, isn't it? That's that's how I feel about it anyway. So you're best off just, like terrible thing to say but just accept it look at all the he is every one of them is a prick and that's yeah. that's not down to he is a prick it's just that type of job role that yeah. you are going to be a prick like I think even to want to be that there has to be like who wants to be voted into a job like a popularity contest do you think it's over great money I don't know it's like a power I feel like it's a power I'd never want to be voted into doing my job mm. I wouldn't want to be going around knocking on people's door and saying can you vote me into the why are you doing that are you you probably maybe you're not good enough if you have to resort to that you know like it's a popularity contest to be voted into something yeah especially with all the in, in america when it comes to election up the elections this the things they're doing yeah the I events yeah. they're throwing it's yeah. it is it's it's become more so not about what i'm gonna do but what i'm actually doing at the moment these yeah. events it's like a circus yeah it's mental over there it's mental but even over here i don't understand why someone wants to do that and if you're, I feel like 
it should be changed that whole thing should be changed the way it is you vote within and stuff it should be just businessmen doing business things like if you're an expert in medics you do one that if you're an expert yeah. in building houses you can do this shouldn't be one person or a combination of people that don't know have never they're politicians all their life say yes and then learn yeah. as you go it shouldn't be like that mm. like the minister for the minister of health doesn't even have a health we, we never were, worked in a hospital or anything, did you know? We were when I was a uh, uh, personal trainer. I got asked to do this gig in the Department of Health, mm. and I was saying yeah. And the fellow I was working for at the time, he said, "We're gonna go in. We're gonna do a class in the Department of Health." And I was mm. saying, "This this sounds like a good gig." Like, yeah. And we went in and we done it. He said, "We're gonna bring in no equipment." Right. We're going to gauge the fitness level. That's something you usually do. We're going to gauge before going in and blasting them. With, yeah, yeah. We're going to gauge the fitness levels and then we're going to come back and reevaluate things. Right. Cool. So, half 12, lunchtime or something. We're all warming up and <coughs> we're up on the top floor of that. Yeah. The Department of Health building in the city centre just off Tara Street. Yeah. And I say about five minutes into your normal warm ups, you know jump jacks lunges mm. because these people might not have the ability to actually go into a deep full lunge yeah so, but we were whatever let's say it was jump jacks and about five minutes in all you hear is as hollow hollow and we look back and there's some L lad on the floor what? unconscious what unconscious and everyone's just kind of stopping and staring the lad me and Richie, Richie runs over and grabs him. Yeah. And he's kind of seeing what the story is. Yeah. He comes to life and he's kind of saying, yeah, yeah, no, we're just, and we're, we kind of pull him to the side and the, 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 the class is kind of going on, getting water and things like that. And we said, are you a regular exerciser? No, not really. I said, okay. He said, did you eat this morning? Water and the dairy milk. Okay. And he said, the dairy milk was about 10 minutes ago. And he kind of said, right. these people are running yeah the health sector the health for center, the country yeah. i Man. couldn't believe it even the couldn't do five even, minutes yeah of a warm-up let alone a workout yeah i was reading a book recently though um the psychology of money and um long story short it's like a it's a book and it's just it's, it is what it says it's the psychology of how people act with money but one of the things that they were saying towards the end of the book was um most investors don't invest in their own portfolio so sorry no most money managers don't invest in their own portfolio mm -hmm. so where your pensions are going you're putting your money this fella's the fella in control of putting your money into this fund and he invests it into the market then but most of them don't put their own money into that they wouldn't and they were saying um as well it happens with doctors doctors what they say to their um patients they'd never usually do it themselves no. never so that 100%. was interesting but it's weird, isn't it? A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> the best like doctors smoke. Doctors drink. Yeah. They tell you to stay away from all that stuff. It's doctors eat red meat. Push pills. Yeah. Like if you have main, main, like you can improve, I believe, any disease, mm. any disease that any human has, you can improve that. I'm not saying here, but you can definitely improve that by exercising. Hundred percent. Uptaking your vitamin D levels. Yeah. Bit of fresh air. And, and in, in nature, not walking around city centre. Yeah. All these things, cut back on alcohol, smoking, up yeah. your plant intake, pick better, make better choices. Mm. 
It'll also help your mental health going back to that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So that's the ingredients to help everything. When your mental health, the last thing you want to do is get up and start going on ten k runs and yeah. eating clean. You're like, I'm just gonna get another fucking takeaway. Yeah. Ever. I'm not cleaning up. And yeah. It's the decision making. Yeah. Whereas if you go to a doctor about that, he's probably gonna give you. He's gonna push your pill. He's gonna yeah. put antidepressants on you yeah. and say. Mm, do you know what and that's what makes the you're reliant on that then, aren't you? You can kind of, you can be stuck in a hole then. Wait, wait. I, when I was going to the CA specialist, I have a chronic disease, and when I was going to see a specialist, this mm. is a guy top of the top, and he said to me, I was saying, because I was, as I said, I was growing up kind of in the fitness industry, mm. and I especially kind of branched off to nutrition, and I was saying, he was just pushing, he was saying, if this pill doesn't work, you're going to go on to this type of liquid, and then if that doesn't work, you're going to go on to this steroid, and I was kind of saying, okay, and he says, is there any lifestyle factors we could change? Um, I suppose if if you if you like to exercise, keep doing it. And there was no facts and no nothing. Yeah. I said, any nutrition, is there any lifestyle nutrition changes I can make? Because it's in the gut. Yeah. Surely I would have thought. And he was saying, no, nutrition won't affect this. What? And I was saying, and the more studies I've done, it was everything is nutrition. There's no symptoms to this day. There's nothing. And everything yeah. is just nutrition. So you, have you overcome that? Well, if no symptoms, yeah, I'm not healed, but I can definitely heal. And there's people out there that have healed. What did you do? What I done was I went. I gave up alcohol, so I haven't had a drop. That's zeros. Yeah, I haven't had a drop of alcohol in I think February. It was with you. The yeah. last night we went out was February 2019, was it? Yeah, it would have been 19. Yeah, 2019. That was the last time I had a, a drink, so mm. I stopped alcohol. Mm. And then I went plant-based right. for two years. And it right. was just, the, the, there's a study done on the American American Go Association, American Go Health. The number one predictor of a healthy go is the diversity of plants. So I was right. kind of saying, it's not even vegan. It's just yeah. over, it was, it was the, the predictor was 30 plants or more. And it has to be a diversity. Right. You're not going to be completely healthy if all you're eating is kale. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? of course. So it was a diversity more so. And you went back into the meat then? Uh, I went back December, just gone. I was right. just over two years. And you're still feeling okay? Yeah, because I haven't gone back to alcohol. I haven't gone back to any of these things. It's still, it's, Yeah. I don't even really eat uh, animal products as much. It's just, I've no symptoms now, so yeah. I can have that option. Yeah. Yeah, strange yeah. how he was kind of pushing the pills on you. He was went. pushing pills. And even when I went back and I said, look, this is what I, do, I thought was going to change the world and form him. And he was kind of saying, no, that's great. Didn't want to not. Like, what? if that was me, I would be kind of saying, you need to write down this and I'll bring it to all the pages yeah. and we can see if this is actually going to. He was just saying, oh, okay. And, and, and it's, it's, it's the, were you taking the medication with that? And I was saying, I, I never took the medication. Mm. And he was kind of, oh, you're kind of sure. You know, there's studies done that 10% of people who take the medication. It won't turn to cancer. And I was kind of saying, yeah, but did you, did you miss the part? 10% of no people that... He was saying, there's a, there's a, if you take the medication, there's a 10% uh, decrease of cancer. Right, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I was kind of saying, it's a bit low. And then you look at studies of plants and, and cancer and things like that. You could get in, as I said, it's an open field topic. Yeah. But it's just crazy when all oh, they push his pills and this. Yeah, that's how he's making his money, isn't it? He's probably no expert. Yeah. It's just. the old saying if. A, a, a cured patient is, is a customer lost yeah that's it 100% and it, it's it, it's it, a shame that it's like that though of course it's a shame like he could have told you 
well before that. I was I was reading a, a book. This doctor, if anyone's struggling with gut issues, mm. his name is Doctor. He's Doctor Will Bolshewitz. Right, he's brilliant. And he was he's a doctor. He's a medical profession. He's gone on and done. He's a gastroenterologist. So anything to do with the gut. Yeah. And he was saying they get two weeks out of seven years. They get two weeks nutrition training. Fucking hell. That is crazy. And that could cure half of the. Oh, even that, George St. Pierre has, you know who GSP is? Yeah. The MMA fighter, UFC fighter. Yeah, he was a welterweight champion for years. And just before, just after the Michael Bisping fight, he came back to fight uh, for the middleweight. Mm. And because he was moving up in weight, and it's a stressful thing going through a fight camp at that level. Yeah. He was putting on weight because it was, uh, what's 170 to 15 pound mm. jump. And he said he felt he needed to bulk up. So he was eating a lot more, put more stress on his gut and mentally stressed. Yeah. And one in four Canadians have, I think one in four Canadians or something, have ulcerative colitis and he's he's Canadian. One in four of them have it? I think it's something crazy like that. It's one in it four Canadians. must be the shite eating over there, is it? It's something in the water, literally. So uh, he got ulcerative colitis. Yeah. And he's huge on fasting. And it's... Because if you like like what we we're saying, yeah. If if we're bench pressing a hundred kilos and then we're gonna move up, move up, and you get these sore chest and you're you're gonna give that a rest. Yeah, of course. You're gonna give the body a yeah. rest, but in order to heal the gut or to have gut symptoms, you, you need to give that, the gut a rest. Yeah. If you look, because I thought to have the three meals a day, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Then snack. Like what's in wrong with just having one big meal? Yeah. You or know? even if you liquidize the meals, your body doesn't really have to. Your gut doesn't have to work to break them down. Yeah. But people probably don't feel full. That's the thing. No, it's we don't need to eat. We don't need to eat uh, three times a day. Yeah, we genuinely don't. And, and even people are bringing in like brunch and all this. The meals are increasing, and I wonder there's a big obesity problem. And Ireland's having a big one at the moment, isn't it? Well, it's increasing. It's increasing. Yeah. It is increasing. It's the worst in Europe, actually. I think it's number one in Europe. It's the worst. Yeah, which you wouldn't really think. No. Would you? For such a small, maybe it's no, number one in Europe for the population. Per capita, yeah. But it's definitely up there. Yeah. But fasting, he was saying fasting is, he's, I thought he was healed, but he was on the Joe Rogan uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he was saying fasting is, he's symptom free, like myself. And he, he still consumes alcohol and Does he? Uh, chocolate and things that right. aren't really good, but fasting and... Did you, did you feel like you were restrained in life by that though? Yeah, I, feel, I, felt, I felt awkward about it. Like. Do you still feel it? No, I feel, you feel no. like you're doing what you want to do now. Yeah. So you don't want to drink alcohol or no. What about beef and stuff? No, that's cool. I still there's a big study done obviously with, with red meat and colon cancer. So I don't I don't go out and yeah. do you know I mean I wouldn't rush to be eating it, but no, I uh it's it's tough living with it, but you you have to remember it's you probably know it, nothing, it come nothing back. better now, I suppose. Hmm? You probably don't. You, you probably know nothing better now. Like you're not drinking no, oil, yeah. so you don't really. You probably miss it for the first few months, but yeah, that, or December when you're walking through town. Yeah, all the lights and, and you want the Guinness. Guinness. Do you have the alcohol-free one now, though. So we'll see. We'll get yeah, a lock up soon. we'll see. We'll get a lock up soon. It is. It's. I don't miss it, but it's. Uh, it was definitely from changing. Yeah. Everyday things. Yeah, it can be a little tough on anybody. Yeah, it's good to see that you've overcome it though. I actually didn't know you did. Thought you kind of still had it. No, it's it's symptom free and it's 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 kind of it's always there, but it's. Mm. So now I'm more under the Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and that's another thing that's not 
it's almost frowned upon when you're talking about like I heard a girl talking about it was National IBS Day and she was saying the worst thing about it is no one wants to speak about it. It's just kind yeah. of like mental health. I think with that though, no one knows enough about it. No way. Nobody and knows about that. it won't be for a while. Yeah. It won't be for a while. Like do many people have that sort of thing? I'd say it must be one in every 15 to 20 people. Do you reckon it's that common? Or that IBS, IBD, Crohn's, colitis, anything. Yeah. It's getting bored. SIBO. Uh, yeah crowns also colitis and then it just keeps going on from anything down it's uh it's it's it is grown because of the lifestyle do you know yeah. what i mean all yeah. these chemicals that weren't around 20 30 years ago isn't it mad how a lot of things are seen more frequently of like um autism yeah like stuff like that you, you probably never would have seen that 30 years ago now it feels like a lot of people have it i believe that all disease starts in the gut anyways know what i mean there's, there's a big uptake on autism but the child is i was reading it is that there i don't really know the percentage but it was a big percentage like somewhere between One of five kids or something have it now somewhere between i think 20 to 40 percent more likely to have autism if uh the mother has a c-section yeah and i know it, if, you have, if the mother ha if you have a child late mm, that can kind of have an impact on it c-section is is and vitamin d levels as well yeah if you supplement the child with vitamin d levels it's supposed to reduce about 40 percent as well yeah it's mad and it's something we don't get enough of in ireland yeah and then there's big studies now with covid and the immune system vitamin d is the sun, is it? yeah 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 it's weird though because i only noticed like so many children seem to have that these so days. many more so many more children you know like it's I mean? very frequent whereas i don't really know anyone our age that has that no, you know, I know I've probably came across a handful, whereas I've, I know loads of new babies that are born that. I just put it down. I'm a weird, but I just put it down to all this, this shit that feed. It must be. I'm just got my jacks. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. I put it down to the shit that that feeding babies, and I'm from the age of as soon as a baby can sit up, boom, crisps, chocolate, yeah. this, it that. Could be that. Yeah, it's crazy. Their bodies haven't even developed. Yeah, and all these things. Are, uh, are a factor. Yeah, 100%, yeah. I never are really thought about that. But it's um, it's certainly more frequent these days, this day and age. It's very worrying. It's very worrying. Especially when you have a child. It's, yeah. It's your biggest fear. Yeah. It's crazy how vulnerable you become when you when you have a child. Yeah. What's that like? Poxy. <laughs> You're so vulnerable that, and it's just our love. You know I mean? 100%, yeah. It's your worst fear. Yeah, because if anything's wrong with them, it can have such an impact on your life and their own life. Hundred percent. You know? It's it's all you want is for your child to be happy and yeah. healthy, healthy more so. But you just want them to have the best start, the best absolutely best yeah. life. Yeah, and you'd give your own for that. So it's uh, it does make you vulnerable. Hundred percent. Have it all ahead of me. Please God, it's all ahead of us. Yeah, please God. So no plans any time in the next 10 years? In terms of plans on doing that big or anything? Anything. No, I'm happy enough for what I'm doing now. Probably keep doing that for another 10 years. Become um, good at it, I suppose. Get qualified. Um, Lack of praise again. Yeah. Um, get qualified and then I'll probably do my own thing. Mm. There's ideas that I have, but they're a long way off. Because you just need to have the 
the foundation and the, and the good skills before you can do anything like that. You can't, you, you can't kind of make your own... Uh, you can't really come up with your own kind of finance firm or anything like that if you've five or six years. You're not going to be mm. exposed to any of the... Experiences. Yeah. The any of the difficulties. Are you going to travel? Doing a bit of traveling. So I kind of, that kind of fulfilled me. Where'd you go? Went on a J1 visa to San Diego for four months, which was incredible. But that kind of filled the gap of, of traveling for me. Um. So yeah, it's not, it's not, I'm not going to rule it out, but... No plans. Yeah, anyways. no plans. No plans. I kind of want to just get these exams out of the way. That's the big... Where'd you go, San Diego? Out of all places. I wanted to go to California. Um. Why did I go to San Diego? I wanted to go to California and I just didn't want to go to LA. The sun? Yeah, the sun was phenomenal and the job opportunities in San Diego. Did you work over there? Yeah, I worked over there, yeah. I worked as like a... I didn't notice. I don't... I was like the fella that does the roller coasters. No. Yeah, did I used you? to operate the roller did coasters you? at Team Park, You're yeah. You're not even the right height for a roller no, coaster. No. You, can, you can operate? <laughs> I can't do it. Really? So yeah, they let me I in charge of that. Over Doing there. that half the time with a hangover on me. Not knowing how to do half of this what, stuff. What were the hours? Oh, they'd be like eight-hour shifts. I used to always leave early, though. Which was the pay? $11 an hour, something stupid. It was just to get... Like, I always saved enough money to kind of get yeah. me through the, the, the months, but... And then how long did you work out there? You... I can't believe that. Three months. Did you not know I worked over no. there, no? I worked over there, yeah. You have to walk over there. That's what the, G, the visa's all about. But if I walk... Let's say I've reached your mammy, right? Yeah, then you won't be getting a visa. You'll just be going on a holiday. Yeah, but I can still stay there for four months, now. Yeah, oh, I think right. so, yeah. Not sure how it is over there, but um, I walked over there for a bit. Doing roller coasters, where? What was the theme park name? Um, what was the name of that place? Belmont Park. It was no the, the ride operator. The ride operator. The ride operator. Oh, so nothing's yeah, changed. Not <laughs> <laughs> the ride operator. Yeah, but I used to do that, man. It was the worst job I've ever had in my life. Genuinely. How could you do it? Could you not have got something better in a bar? Irish tips, no. things like that, no? No. I don't know. It's, very, it's, it's hard to... Uh, yeah. That is not on the CV, is it? <laughs> it's on the LinkedIn. <laughs> you never know who needs a right operator. <laughs> but um, so that was a good experience. That was the met. worst thing about the States. What was the best thing? The sun. The beauty of the beaches. The, um, the things you can do. You can go shooting ranges, do stuff like that. Yeah. Any Different lifestyle altogether. So much more chilled. Any? Do you make any connections? Um, with a few mates over there still, yeah. Right. Are they Irish or American? American. Yeah, I have a handful of few mates over there that I still talk to. Um, made a, made a good few connections in Ireland as well. So I met people there that um, you probably never would have if you. The right operator. That is great. The right operator. Yeah. Just a new nickname, is it? The right operator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um. Yeah, it was a phenomenal experience. And I'd always say to anyone in college, give that a bash. Or do anything like that. Even do uh, Erasmus for a year. Mm. Just to... Uh, it's an experience that you don't really... Who else gets to do that, to do that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Especially it's like a privilege age, of being yeah. in college. I think they're getting rid of it soon enough as well. So, um, yeah, I'd definitely be... Mm. I'm in college now. I'll be jumping all over that. What about you? No, I haven't any done much travelling. I haven't done anything. Is it in the back of the mind? I think, yeah, it is. But it's 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 just a thought process at the moment. Yeah. It's a tough thing to do as well. Like you say, I'd love to do that. But when it comes to doing it. Mm, especially when you have kids. 
Yeah, yeah. But that's not the, the stop. But it's just a little more to think about. But yeah. no, it's she's at a good age, though, isn't she? You can kind of. There's not really much. Yeah, you just have to kind of think: is it gonna be? Well, not that matters. She can barely speak now. But do you know what I mean? Will mm. it be more beneficial if it's just an English-speaking country or things yeah. like that? And where were you thinking about going? It's hard to say because Sweden. it's when I worked in Sweden, that was a great, great vibe. It was great economy, great to work, mm. but. It's hard to say. It's just a plan. That might not ever happen, but yeah, it's. Uh, you should definitely give it a bash because you're always going to have that. Oh, we don't yeah. like having that thing in yeah, life. Where we don't like having it ever a thing to like dwell on. Yeah, mm. I don't like. I'd that. hate to be sitting at the bar drinking it. And saying, saying, or even in your deadbed and being like, well, I know you're not going to think of why you're not moving away, but why didn't I do these yeah. things? There's a lot more to life like, that I didn't get to do. I always say you can. You, you've, you've no mortgage and even if you did you're definitely not going to have a problem renting yeah but you can come back and be in the exact same spot you were yeah two years from now and just be a little bit wiser yeah it's yeah. not it's it's definitely not a, it's it's somewhat of a win-win yeah and that's going back to the same thing with the flying for me I'm definitely going to do it because I know when I'm older and I'm thinking back on life mm. like life is short at the end of the day 100% and you're thinking back on life why didn't I do that when I could have you know, kids, man, it just flies. Yeah, you know, when it's even flying that. for me now. Like the last five, the last, the last two years, flew in. Yeah, it feels like three months. I think once you have goals, yeah, or once especially you're if walking, the hard goals because it's a lot of work to get them. Yeah, work. and you want to get them done. Yeah, it's like when you're in work and you're, you're not busy, it drags. Yeah, but when when someone comes and say, "I need you to get this done," you're you're almost wishing you had more time. Yeah, yeah, it's the exact it's same thing. The same, isn't it? Yeah, so it's. But it's it's just a, a, a thought process at the moment. So yeah, I'm sure you'll do it. I, I would recommend doing it anyway, even if it's only for six months. Yeah, you have an opportunity to go somewhere and work with a job because they kind of give you spots to go to, don't they? Yeah, well, it's just bring the family next time. Yeah, might never come home. Yeah, please God, you do. Who am I going to drink zeros with then? I'll tell you, have to find a new zero, buddy. Isn't it? You won't find one of them around. No, no one with controls the lightest anyway. Thanks for your time, brother. I Thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate you being the first man on this. Thank you. I've no doubt you'll have some big, um, big people on this. You That's have the that, plan. That you is have the that plan. reach, that connection. So I've no doubt you'll take off with this. Thank you. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, folks. Boom.